This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Good evening, everybody. Uh, usually when we have a speaker come to South Bend, we have to thank them for schlepping, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's so hard. But, you know, Baruch Hashem, one of the benefits over here is that uh, it's not such a tremendous schlep, but that, that still doesn't take away from the uh, tremendous karsatov uh, 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 that we have to Rav Lopiansky for uh, joining us and addressing us uh, tonight. Um, you know, I've mentioned before that um, people, most people in this world are zaycha to have other people who they learn from. Uh, they, they have rebbeim who they've been taught things by. But what's much more rare is to have, to, to, to come in contact with someone who is able to affect and change the way a person thinks, the way a person approaches, whether it be his limit Torah or life in general. And uh, Baruch Hashem, I was zaycha to have that uh, with the Rosh Hashivah, with Rav Lopiansky. Um, he's been that for me. And uh, it's a tremendous cover to have Rav Lopiansky uh, join us, even if it's virtually. Okay. Um, uh, good evening and a good Chodesh, everybody. Um, we're now in Rosh Chodesh Iyar. Um, I assume in South Bend, it's also already past the Zman and it's already Tizkochom, I guess. So uh, pretty much. Uh, so it, it is. And and I guess I wanted to speak a little about Chodesh Iyar. Um, and I think in some ways it might have some bearing on the Tkuf in general that we're in. Chodesh Ir is a bit of a strange Chodesh. You have on Chodesh Nisan, you have tremendous events. I mean, cataclysmic events of Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, phenomenal Nisim. You have in Chodesh Sivan, Matan Torah and, and everything about that. Those incredible events. And Ir is sort of somewhere sandwiched in the middle. I want to try a little bit to get some sort of feel for the Yichud, for what's unique about Chodesh Ir, and in some ways it may be a lot more significant for us, as surprisingly, despite the fact that the other months are so big. We'll start the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. Gemara Rosh Hashanah Dafir Aleph has a discussion about when the Avos were born, when were Avram Yitzhak Yaakov born. So it says that Rebbe Loza says Tishrei Noldu. Um, they were born on Tishrei. And he, um, and he brings proof from the fact that the Pasuk says, the Pasuk calls Tishrei Yerach HaEisanim. Um, and Eisanim refers to the Avos. Eisani Olam means the big people, the strong people, the giants of the world. Eisani um, Ezrachis is a reference for Avraham Avinu, and therefore it's, um, it, 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 that's what it's referring to. Um, then the Gemara has Rabbi Yeshua, and this is going with the same, as Rabbi Loz and Rabbi Yeshua have a, a running machlokas about which is the beginning of the year, which is the important month. So it's a, it's a running machlokas on Tishrei versus Nisan. Rabbi Shua, how do you know that the others were born on Nisan? 
שנאמר צייז ויהי בשמונים שנה, בארבע מאה שנה צייז ישראל מארץ מצרים, בשנה הרביעית, בחודש זיו. So the פוסק רפרס to עיר as חודש זיו. The פוסק is talking about עיר. So why is it עיר? בירח שנולדו בו זיוותוני עולם. So the word ziv means not, it means the beauty of the world, the light, the shine, and so on. So we have over here a machlok is when they're born. And depending on what you hold, how the Pesach describes that month. Eisam means powerful, strong, uh, a pillar, um, and so on. It's, it's, it, all the psukim that, the, that they bring about Eisam implies strength, power, um, and, and so on. Ziftane Olam means um, the, the shine, the beauty, and, and things of that nature. Um, the Gemara says uh, a, another reason why it would be called Ziv um, is because it's Zival Ilani. Even if you don't, if you don't believe it, to be, um, even, even if the quantum who holds that the others are not born, but the trees are blossoming and blooming, which would mean um, possibly Nisan, possibly Iyer. Now, Rashi is bothered by this problem. Um, Rashi says, what is Chodesiv? Iyer who? Chodesiv is Iyer. So how does that get to Nisan? So Rashi says, two pshatim. One is, that when Ear came along, they already were in the world. Okay, I mean, that's kind of stretching it a bit. But Inami, the second one, Zimnen de Nissen, the Tkufa, Nimshatach Ear Shalavana. Nissen is not only a, a lunar month, Nissen is also Chodesh Aviv. It's something that um, is a, um, it, it, has to, the, the, it, it has to match the vernal equinox. It has to be a, um, a, a month that's in spring. So that's called Kufus Nissen. So sometimes Kufus Nissen doesn't really get underway until Eir. So, so Eir, by the virtue of, of Kufus Nissen pushing through, is also... A little bit of a chayder zif. So, the 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 the, the way in which we're we're saying they're born in is in Nisan is by possessed with ear, and with two rather um, with two very very stretched pshatim. I mean, ziv means ear. That's the, that's what it refers to in the passage. There's no two doubts about it. There's no doubt about it. Um, and it's so the way in which it sort of tells us something about Nissen is either because the others were already born then, so that's the right they were born in Nissen because in Ear they already were a presence, and in and uh, 
or the the tkufa pushes and sometimes Nissan sort of intrudes into here. So it, it's it's sort of so different. The quantum and Yama that says it's Tishrei, the Pasuk defines it a sonim. It's 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 as clear as, as a bell, and that's it. According to the Mandi Amma, that's ear, both Pshatim are kind of pushing it really hard, and 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 you know it's 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 Nissen, but Nissen is really ear, and that's and that's what it's about. So I need a little bit to understand what's the Pshat in in Rabbi Shu over here. Um. Rebbe Laza holds that the world is, is created in Tishrei, so everything falls into place perfect. Rabbi Yeshua says the world is created in Nisan, and here we have a lot of th- these issues over here about why is it that Nisan is defined in terms of Iyah. Let's, um, so let's talk a little bit about the Musig over here of Ziv. The, the the others have two names. They can be called the Asanim of the of the of the world, um, and they can be called the Ziv. Um, the 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 Musig of Ziv, the Musig of R, means as follows: when something is strong powerful um, it's a personal quality of something and so if I say look at this pillar this pillar is very very strong and it means we can put a lot of weight on it when I when I talk about something giving off light I'm always talking about it illuminating something light is always measured in terms of how well it illuminates something else. That's life, that's what light is about. There's a Pusik in Yecheskel. And the Pusik in Yecheskel says, and this is the Maral um, s- says this. He says that um Chavid is called Bayer. It's a Pasik Nyecheskel Mem Gimel, Pasik Beis. The Pasik says, Vehine, Kvoid Eleke Yisrael Bomiderech Akadim. The glory of Akadish Baruch came in from the, from the east. Vekoiloi Kekoil Maim Rabim, with a tremendous thunder, with a tremendous sound, like, like a roaring torrent of water. And the world, the, the Aretz means literally the, the, the physical earth, but the, the world lit up from the Kavod of Hashem. Um, so, so we have two properties that we can define um, in, in, in greatness. There is the thing itself, its power, its strength, and, and everything like that. And then we also have its ability to illuminate other things. 
Um, let's let's give let's just help. Let's define a minute that word covered, um, meaning honor, glory, and so on. Let's define that concept uh, in terms of um, what it means by Kaddish Baruch Hu. And this is a bit a bit of a side comment, but I think it's very useful. Um, when I give honor to something, what, what is the point of it exactly? So let's take an example. Imagine somebody comes who is very, very strong and powerful. So he's big, he's muscular, he, he you know, he's, he's got, got all that. So he casts... A, 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 an awe. He casts fear on me simply because what I see in front of me. I see somebody big, tall, muscular, mean looking, and that's that he is, it's what you see is what you get, so to speak. Now I see an old, frail, bent over man walk into the room. Um, it, nobody kind of would say anything or whatever, but imagine somebody sort of sees him and he jumps his feet and he stands up and, and, and he's all reverence and so on. And he asks him, what is this? And he says, this is a giant of a person. This is a person who knows all of Torah and, and is a wonderful tzaddik and so on. So basically what I'm getting is a, um, a reflection of, I, don't, I can't see the greatness in the person. I, I, there's no way I can look at the person and there's, there's no microscope or that will do it. But when I see how the people around them react, that gives me a sense of um, what the person is. And I have sometimes a person wrote, I don't know, very profound sperm and, and so on and so forth. And that's one way I can size up the person. Another way I can see the influence he had on many them. I say, I don't know anything about this person, but look at the Talmud we put up. Um, so, so, so those are all, there are big people in Klaisol, the, the altar of Slabotka, the head of Slabotka Yeshiva, of Nassim Svi Finkel, the, the one whom Rabbi Nassim Finkel was named after. It's a great uncle of his. Um, he had a Yeshiva in Slabotka that put out, he himself never wrote a thing, left no written works whatsoever, and yet his name is mentioned or because his Talmudim were the biggest and the ones who basically brought her to America. And uh, that reflects a lot um, about who he was. So we have two descriptions of how greatness is noticed. One is innate. Um, and that w would be strength and power was something that we could that we tend to see innate. The roar is a roar of like water thundering. That's a description of one type of observation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then we have another observation where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light reflects on everything. And the fact that everything else is lit up and is bright. So I don't know where it's coming from, but that light is a very bright light because it's lighting up everything else. So, we have two uh, a fundamental, two fundamental perspectives about the others. 
One is that the Avos are um, the giants, and that is called Asam, meaning powerful. According to that opinion, it's in Tishrei, and therefore um, it, it's mentioned straightforward. If they were born on Tishrei, then, then Tishrei is the month of the powerful, and that fits really well. If you, if, if you hold that the others were born on Nisan, and that, that means their description is Ziv Yune Ha'olam, Ziv Yatane Ha'olam, the ones who gave beauty unto the world, who gave light unto the world, that will be noticed not in the month they're born, but in the next month. In other words, the fact that Nissan pushes over into, in, into Eir, the fact that Eir reflects Nissan, that's where we see its story. There's, um, there's a Gemara in, the Gemara says in Baba Kama, the beginning of Baba Kama, that anything that's, dis- the, the Mishnah says, the first Mishnah of Baba Kama says, there are Arba Avos Nizikim, four literally fathers of damage. In other words, four um, sources of damage um, and four major categories of damage that um, is later has many subcategories. So the Gemara says, Ovos nichlal de ikatoldos. If they are called, if these are called Ovos, fathers, that means they must have children. In other words, conceptually, if it's called an Av in, 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 in the Mishnah, it must mean that there are um, those that, that come out from those that are subcategories. Because you wouldn't call it an Av, a father, unless it has children. So uh, on a conceptual level, it's, uh, it's, it's going on something else. So whenever I'm talking about somebody, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm talking about somebody, and it, it, many descriptions of the person can be, um, can refer to the person himself. I could say this person is very strong. Even if he never beat up anybody, it still stands true that he's strong. I can't call somebody a father unless he has a child. Um, the, by definition, fatherhood is, is, is realized in the, in, the, in the outsider that resulted from the father rather than the father himself. So the second millennium, it's not just a question of, of a birthday. It's a question really of, do we look at the Avos? The primary definition is a tonim, strong, powerful, mighty, great, or much more than that, the major quality for an Av is the fact that he has toldos. So the ear is actually where we understand the nisim. It's, it's, the month is ziv. The month is ear. Because light and reflection I see from the next month rather than for the first month. Um, I saw 
Ramos Shapiro um, brought, um, compares a, a fascinating Beishmuel um, in Halacha, there's a question whether ear and a get should be spelled with one yud or two yuds. So the Beishmuel says that there's a remez, there's a clue in the fact that ear with two yuds will spell out Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and Rachel. So inherent in the name ear itself is a, um, a sense that somehow the others are there. But it's a very, very different sense of the others in the fact that it is um, sort of a reflection of the others rather than something about the others themselves. The, um, the, the, the Chodesh of ear itself has one yontif, and that yontif is a reflected and possibly deflected yontif, and that's Pesach Sheni. Um, Pesach Sheni is the, 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 even though the Nisim happened in Nisim, and the, the, if we're trying to make it, if, if we're trying to, to celebrate um, Pesach on the day when the miracles happened, that would, that would have to be on uh, Nisan. But ear bounces back, so to speak, reflects the, the, the light of Nisan. It has in itself the ability to give back some of that light. In other words, um, whenever something, when a surface is polished enough and it puts itself up vis-a-vis a light, it will reflect that light. That light will bounce off it and, I'll, and in the object I'll see that light. It requires a certain quality of, um, of sort of sanding it down and making it um, as clear as possible, but then it mirrors it. The, 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 the um, sun and the moon have that arrangement. Um, it, it, the moon has the quality of giving back the sun's rays and so on. The Toyer Eretz Michvodo, when it says in the Pasuk over here that that's telling me two things. It's telling me how bright the sun is, and it's telling me that the earth doesn't simply absorb and deaden the, the, the rays of the sun. It gives it back. It gives back a Baruch Hu's light. So it's much, much attenuated. It's much, much dimmer but um, it may be somewhat distorted, but it's still giving back that light. So the quality of the month of the year is that it can take the light that, that came from Nissan and or Sivan and reflect it back. That's, that's the, 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 what the mile of ear is. The fact that it can have a Pesach Sheni for people that were not in a position to, 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 to do Pesach Rishon, 
says that the month itself has some sort of reflection. It has, it, it has the ability, it, it, it's Kedusha lies in the fact that it can reflect HaKadosh Baruch Hu's actions. There is, um, there is a, a, um, a tremendous Mila. There's something about it greater in a sense. Because in Nisan and in Sivan and Hashem, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's act of shining out. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who is, um, is opening the, the lamp, he's showing the world his strength, his might, his power, and so on. That's wonderful. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create the world so that the world would just be um, so that he could uh, present himself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world so that the world would pick up on some of that light. So it's only when the lamp is shut off do you see how much light's reflected. In, it's in ear that, that we get a sense of how much this is reflected, and we get a sense of, of how... Of, that's, that's the process of others and Bunim, the same process of having one um, resulting in the other, it's because there's a nissen, and the ear picks up on it. That ear can reflect back that light, and produce a pesach sheni. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a so to speak a child of the pesachim. It's not the same as the pesachim, but it's but 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 it's a reflection of both the greatness of pesachim. It's such a powerful day that that it 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 illuminates far a month later. And ear has in itself a quality that it refined itself enough and picked up enough kedusha on its own to be able to reflect it. I'd like to talk a little few moments about, I guess, our own sense of things as they're happening now. Um, there are different uh, periods, there are different times, most of the times, when the ruchnis that we get we get it from um, from the outside. We're in a shul, and there is davening going on, minyan davens, chazan davens, um, and that that creates a, 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 a sort of a powerful kedusha. Um, there's shiurim with the, with with a group of people, uh, and and many other activities, many other things where we sort of it, it, it's greater than any one of us. And some element of it, the inspiration and davening with a minion, with a big tzibur, is because there's some, some greater point, some divine presence, like it says, 10 people daven together, divine presence is there first. And, and those are wonderful times for us. And all of a sudden, it's gone. And it kind of, somehow, we, you know, it just, it happened quite suddenly even. Now the test is how much of that period of time gets reflected back. You have these materials today that, you know, you shine a, line, a light on it, and then when you close the door, it, it glows. And, you know, for a certain period of time, 
until it stops. They, they, they don't make these very active hands anymore on a clock, but they have these clocks that will, for a reasonable amount of time after you, you, you took away the source of light, it, it'll keep giving light. And so our, one way of looking at it is that, well, this is second best, the third best, and okay, and you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's not optimal and we're not really, not much is happening now and so on. But in a sense, this is the real test of two things. One, how really strong was what was happening before was sort of kind of locked up and sort of without it. Two, how much did we develop in ourselves some sort of sense of ruchnius that we now reflect it? Just like the surface that's reflecting it, it's, it's a mark of how polished it has become. That's how much it reflected. This is also a test for us. Pesach Sheni might seem in absolute terms much more, um, you know, kind of weak and dim, maybe is the right word for it, compared to Pesach Rishon. And, um, and yes, there's a truth to that, but Pesach Sheni is extraordinary that a, a weekday, it's not a yomtev, it's a weekday, in middle of a regular month, reflects back the kedush of that first Pesach. It says something. It it reveals how powerful that first moment was, that it shone a light a month across, and it shows how much Kalyusrol had polished themselves into him, so that they were capable that, that that even when there was no light directly shining, they could reflect back. On what was. It's something to ponder. A, it just, it's a time when everybody's going through this. Time everybody feels kind of they're really second or third rate in, in Ruchnius, you know, dabbing, the learning, the general, you know, keeping ourselves together and so on. Um, and then also there are periods of time when people have difficult times, whether this, whether it's their way or whatever it is. People, it's 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 different kufas, different eras in people's lives. When when the the hashbad, the the influence coming from the outside, is not strong, it's not powerful, maybe absent. Sometimes a person is a lot more when he's surprised at how much radiates from him. A person learned in yeshiva a few years, then he leaves yeshiva and goes on. So there's always a letdown. There's always a sense it's not as good as it was, and it can't be as good as it was. But sometimes a person will be very pleasantly surprised at what remained baked to him, and 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 what begins to radiate. It's like these these items that, as when the light is shining on it, it does not radiate. When the light's gone, it begins to come out on its own. So the month of ear is the month when when we understand the others as a bright light that shines and is realized as successful, not in their own month, but when the month that absorbed the light gives it back and reflects to them. 
that's the real um, test. That's that's of 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 ziv, of, of of light, of beauty, and so on. Um, it's it's a day. Pesach Sheni is, is a day when even the people didn't make it the first time around because they were not in a place to 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 get the kedusha. They were tummy uh, lenefish. They were they 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 couldn't get the kedusha. Now they can get it because this is the month when even if the light's more dim, but if it's our light, if it's a light that it's what we've absorbed and able to reflect, that counts like Pesach. Bez Hashem, we should, um, the Tukufa should pass very quickly for many reasons. The Bez Hashem, people need a Fush, have a Fush, and, and uh, the economic situation is, who knows, and everything else. Um, so Bez Hashem, that should pass quickly. We should be Zoha once again to have that sense of, of, of the bright light that comes from a tzibur engaged in, in Torah and mitzvahs and davening and communal affairs and so on that a tzibur has. But at least this kufa might leave us with some sort of self-awareness of, of how much light we absorb. Um, it will help us understand how important, if, if we have some light now that we radiate back, it's because there was a lot of light being shown on us and um, and also an understanding that the more a person polishes himself, the more a person brings out the this part of himself, the more he's a reflector. And we should fulfill that Pasik, the even the earth has no source of lumnesses, it has no light, anything. But the earth is of such nature that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu shines a brightness, the earth reflects it back. And that is the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. B'chaydesh, Shabbos B'chaydesh, and uh, the, the, the Bali Dorsha uh, Rishumos, the people that look for Gematrias and so on, say ears is Gematria Ni Hashem Rofecha. So Be'ez Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu heal us in every way possible. Physically, Socially and everything else that needs before does Hashem. Okay. Good night. Okay. Good Shabbos and good Thank you so much.